Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Ad Boys podcast. But even better than that, welcome back, Richie. Uh-huh. What's up? What's up, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I am feeling better than ever. Oh, he's looking great, too. Yeah. I'm looking a little skinnier, like I'm missing something in my throat. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. You lost some weight, too. I can tell. You look good. Yeah, slim so. down the Thank chin. You. You got What's a great your secret, dude? Now. The secret is to get your tonsils removed. And after you get your tonsils removed, you go on this very delightful diet where you can't actually eat anything besides pudding, jello, or anything else that you put in the blender. Don't get into what I put into the blender because it was really gross. But, uh, yeah. Was it worth it? <laughs> it's not worth it. So. Yeah. But, you know, I'm feeling a lot better and uh, I'm feeling healthy. I think that's the big thing, feeling healthy. Nice. That's a great feeling. Health. Cool. Well, we're going to get started with our one-minute week in review. I will go first. Uh, my week was pretty good. I moved, I've moved. i started my move to San Francisco, which is exciting. I flew down for one day to SF to get my bed set up and my desk and get the keys. I actually had our very good friend, Ian DeVries. I like to call him Jan DeVries sometimes. Jan, <laughs> Jan helped me out. <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, he was awesome. I had a good time. I, I was a little sad that I didn't get to do any sort of Halloween shenanigans of any sort, um, but it, it was okay. You know, I, I'm making my moves, so that's good. My program's going well. I didn't really pay attention too much today, which contradicts what I just said, but that's okay because instead I was deploying my website that I've been working very hard on this entire year. So I'm excited that's out there for the world to see. I'm not going to publicize it just yet because there's a few touch-ups I want to make before I start doing that, but it's a very good feeling to see it kind of live in an actual browser besides my own laptop. So, yeah. Right. Ooh, snaps. <laughs> Don't even know if those are audible, but we'll find out. <laughs> Definitely we'll find we. out. Yeah. I heard him. I, thank you, man. I heard him. Yeah. Uh, let me talk about my week. Let me talk about my week. Um, it, was, uh, it was a little bit of a rough week with the election and everything going on, but I really try not to stress about things that I don't have control over. I know we posted something about that on our Instagram and I really take that to heart sometimes. So uh, if you haven't seen that post, go look at that post, but really just trying to stay focused on myself and what I can focus on really. And that was my work. And during the month of November, we always do this fun little thing at our gym. It's called Planksgiving. Uh, this year, we kind of put a twist on it. In previous months, you used to try to build up to a five minute plank. Um, but you know, we have some members that are not a fitness person. And we have some that are a fitness person. So I, I changed the goal around this, this month and made it just doubling our start time. So I took everybody's planks, uh, their elbow plank time for um, the first week of November. And then at the uh, first week in December, we're going to see if we can double that time with a little bit of programming that I'm going through. So I'm excited with that stuff going on. I'm just kind of spearheaded with work right now and not trying to think about other things. So yeah, that's been my week. It's been hectic it's been a little crazy but now we get to hear from the person who's been probably the laziest person out of all of us um let's go richie tell us about your three-week hiatus kid is <laughs> shooting at me and right in the heart yeah i think the past two or three weeks now I have been mostly sitting on the couch watching a lot of netflix eating a lot of sugar um anything that i could eat that you know you didn't have to chew or you know that was pretty much what i was eating <laughs> The recovery uh, post-surgery has been you know, a little bit more difficult than I think I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be rough, but um, I knew it was going to be rough, but 
didn't think it was going to be as painful as it was. And then, you know, you just run out of energy in the most mundane tasks that you would think of, you know, just like walk around the block and you come home and you're dead tired. So it's been a, it's been quite interesting and we'll see how it goes and just getting back to work and everything now and getting back on the podcast and able to talk and still, you know, I'm still learning how to talk. I think, you know, can't really, eat, can't really eat too much still, but you know, I had to relearn a lot of different random things that you wouldn't think you'd learn how to forget, I guess. So like eating, I have to really learn how to chew my food again and make really? sure it's really, yeah, you have to make sure it's super small before you can eat it. It has to be uh, super soft. It's like you have to chew like 25 times before you can swallow your food. I was like, I did not expect to have to learn how to do this, but. Oh, geez. Well, anyways, yeah. I mean. It sounds like uh, it sounds like your October goal kind of morphed into learning how to eat and something like that. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we can get right into that October goal. So, yeah, I think my October goals were thrown right into the dumpster, I guess. <laughs> I, the first two weeks, I definitely – I think the first two weeks, I obviously did well. I was building out – to give a recap, my, my goal was really to build a routine. You know, I was home for a while. I'm going to be home still for a while and wanted to build a routine as I'm home because I think it's it's a way to jumpstart my different things that I want to work on and just make sure I stay consistent. And as we know, consistency compounds. And mm-hmm. so we want to be consistent Goodbye. all the time. <laughs> and so, yeah, anyway, so my, my October goal was really around that. And obviously with the surgery, it kind of just threw me off. And so... Looking to get a uh, looking at November with some uh, enthusiasm, and looking to looking to fire up November into the new year. So we'll see how it goes. Nice, dude. Fire me up. That last part. I know. Just just excited. I'm excited to be back and healthy. So. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I will go next for my review of my October goals. Uh, my goal was continue to learn Japanese, which for the first half of the month, or at least first two weeks, I'd say, which I guess is the first half. I went, it, it went pretty well. I, I continued to do it. I had that contract and I studied Japanese with that contract because I didn't watch anime and I focused on it. But after that, it, it took a nosedive. I even stopped watching anime, to be honest. Like I haven't picked up a new series, which is probably more attributed to me just being stressed and not wanting to use too much of my brain because my brain is being torn between like my program and working my portfolio website today and also moving, just like figuring out the logistics. I'm not worried about any of those things. It's all going well, but that's because I'm putting so much time and effort into each of them. So that's kind of what happened. It's unfortunate, but I, I realized why it happened. So I'm looking forward to when I get settled in San Francisco to kind of reevaluate and kind of work it back into my routine, if you will. So that's how it went. But Connor, what about yours? Yeah. Uh, sleep consistency was my main goal for October, and Whoop actually gives me a score at the end of the a month, and it was a 75% for the month, which I'm all right with. I've had better months in the past, and I think that third week where I really took a nosedive, where like sometimes I went to bed at nine, and other times I went to bed at like one or two, that really just threw off the score, and it threw off my whole rhythm, really. And I got back on track in that last week of October and I've been pretty consistent with it in November as well but you know you always read about the circadian rhythm and how it can affect your body and you know going to bed at the same time and trying to wake up without an alarm is always the best way to wind down and refresh the body so 
that's one of the main reasons on why I did it. I'm obviously going to try to continue that goal as much as I can and stick with that sleep consistency because I know how good it makes me feel when I have that restful sleep where I go to bed at the same time and I wake up not necessarily at the same time. Sometimes I wake up at seven, sometimes I wake up at eight thirty, but most of the times it's been without an alarm. And those days I feel so, so good and productive that it's really influenced my nights where a lot of the times I wouldn't recognize these feelings. And then you know, now I'm being conscious about it. And, you know, instead of playing Xbox until 1am, I'm looking at it and saying, all right, I know how that's going to make me feel the next day. Is it worth it? And you know, sometimes I'll say yes, because I give in to the temptation. But there's other times where I'm really looking at it and say, no, like, I, I got to be smart about this. I got a lot of things going on. I got to do this, this and this. And so I'll end up going to bed at that reasonable hour and feeling really good. And that makes me happy. It brings my uh, happy meter all the way up to the to the roof. So it just makes me feel good. So looking for a good November and hoping we can push through and make that sleep consistency going. And uh, let me just continue it because we talked whoa, about whoa, whoa. it. I actually have something I need to jump in and say. So you said uh, that the third week, uh -oh. the third week was the week that, that it started to, your sleep yes. rhythm really got messed up. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not sure or not, but that was the third week was when I had my surgery. So I think there's probably some correlation. You're probably just you know, a little bit anxious or having <laughs> some anxiety so around me. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's probably what it was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I'm good now. So we're, that's, you should be feeling Dude, a little bit better. I now had you, some hard, hard night sleeping, man. I was like, damn, this guy is, he's really hurting. I am pained inside. <laughs> oh. It's probably all those late nights you had to check in on me and just, mm -hmm. you know, text me. Call you, send you Uber Eats, Uber Slushies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just slushies. just, just 7-Eleven Slurpees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Melted by the time they get to your door, but it's cool. It was a thought Even that better. No, but uh, it it could definitely have been that, but that's where I kind of felt that rhythm get off, and I quickly got back on that wagon. That was the podcast that we did with Erica, right? Yeah, that was the first first week he was out. Yeah, and that leads me into that November goal, which we talked about in that podcast, which was Ooh. you know making lists, checking them twice, maybe finding out who's yeah. naughty or nice. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just. What I'm really doing is just making lists for myself right now. Um, the month of November is going to be tricky. I got a lot of things going on with work and just, I want to make sure that I'm fundamentally there every day and Erica and Derek, and I'm sure Richie does it too. Both, they all make lists. And I know a lot of, you know, successful people tend to plan out their day or wind down by planning out their, their next day. So my goal is in the morning to start making lists and I'm going to write them down on a pad of paper on my brand new desk that I bought for myself. So that'll be a, a big goal for me. And hopefully I can be more productive throughout the day and just get the things done rather than thinking I'm the most intelligent person and can remember everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I can actually put it to paper and make sure that I'm actually doing it and not just forgetting about it. But I know I've been on a rant right now. I'm feeling good. We're going to go back onto my Instagram page. Like during quarantine, I was feeling really good and you know staying motivated because I had so much time on my hands. So I started my Instagram page of just me going into my journey of becoming one of the fittest individuals. And as soon as work came back into my life, it was, you know, downhill on the Instagram page because I felt like that was the least beneficial for me at the moment. I'm still working towards that goal of becoming the fittest individual. I'm not just putting it on camera right now and I want to get back into that. So Another goal I have is just to post once a week back onto that 
Instagram page so I can build myself a good rhythm and maybe go back into that, you know, posting every other day type of mentality and kind of just showing my journey towards that finish line that I see. So I got a good November coming for me. I'm excited for it. I'm feeling motivated for it. So I'm really hoping I can keep this motivation going and, and kill it this this month. Damn. Drop the mic right there, huh? I am. For real. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, like when shit hits the fan, man, excuse my language, priorities shift. So I think, I think it's solid that you recognized it and you're making a plan of attack for the upcoming month. So making yeah. some changes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Making some adjustments. What about you? So my November goals are going to be focused on getting back to the basics, really focused on journaling, something that we've started this year. And I know it's been a long year and it feels like it's been multiple years, but I want to really get back into the, into the basics of journaling and getting back into really understanding, you know, what's going on in my life and checking out myself. There's a lot of things I want to focus on and uh, not a lot of things I can quantify per se, but I think journaling is one of the things that I can quantify. So I want to journal at least four times a week, which is over 50%. It doesn't seem like a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it is like taking the time to go do it is kind of a lot. But yeah, I think that's going to be the thing that I want to focus on quantifiably. And then from like a non quantifiable perspective, I want to focus on, some minor things like I want to focus on getting back into my routine, building that, continuing that October goal, mostly because I can start doing things now and I'm still like kind of recovering because again, like a lot of just normal tasks take it out of me and I'm getting back to work and a bunch of other things. So there's a lot kind of going on, but also I want to get into working out again. So I I heard mentioned it maybe last month, but I had to hurt my knees. So I got my MRI results and did my MRI while I was out of commission the past two weeks. And so I will be seeing a uh, physical therapist this week to start working on it and getting my getting back to full strength. Uh, those aren't things I can necessarily quantify or explain to you guys, obviously. So that's why I wanted to make sure I had at least one thing that we can quantifiably check in on uh, as we continue this month. Nice. No specific yeah. days with it or just four in four in the week? Yeah, I'm not the type of for the way I do goals, it's hard for me to specifically call out I want to do it on these days. Just because as I said earlier, shit happens, shit hits the fan. I like to like leave the little bit of room for adjustment. I do think specifically like Sundays are really good days just because it's like looking into the next week or the work week. So I definitely think Sundays are going to be like a common day, but I don't know about the the rest of the three days yet. So we'll have to see if some consistency comes from uh, comes across them throughout the month. For sure, I'm sure it'll compound. Oh, yeah, Make a t-shirt. I know we're gonna to have to figure something out. I'm just gonna say bag it, boys on the back too. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek, what about you, bud? Yeah, man. I love these goals, all of ours. I, I'm excited for November and see how it goes. I think for mine, I'm going to go back to my first project that I actually talked about on the podcast a while ago where you guys played it and it was a concentration mind game where you just have to remember what is going on. It's actually a feature that you guys wanted desperately so that way when I add it, you guys can compete against each other. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that, you know? Because everything is a competition. It's not a competition <laughs> when I play Connor. Let's just put it that way. Oh, damn. oh man, all right. 
Let's throw on the so, e right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add a scoreboard functionality to that game, so that way I can uh, publish it and make sure it's on the line and people can actually you know, have fun with it and keep track of their score. So by the end of this month, look out for that. It'll also be on my website that I am deploying, so that, that'll be cool. But yeah, I'm excited to do that. Awesome. So I would like to get into today's topic, and I don't want to leave Richie out. I want him to experience... The, the call and response of the of the singing that we did, um, that I did, that, and and see how it goes and wow. see. <laughs> all right, I'll leave this one for Richie. This is all you, kid. Go ahead. Yeah. So so Richie, I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a little song to, to introduce today's topic. I'm gonna alter the words a little bit. Granted that I'll give you that, but you gotta let's see if you can uh, repeat. I mean, finish the lyric. You ready? I guess, as I'm ever going to be. I don't even know what to expect at the moment, to be completely honest. <laughs> we didn't, again, I did not rehearse this with Connor and Erica that one time. Richie has no idea what's going to happen. I feel like I should post. start it. I feel like I should start no, it. I'll just be like, no, I'll just no. do the Mario Kart. Just like, dun, 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 dun. No? Okay. No. No. Right. You ready? You, you just got to finish the lyric. All right, ready? Because right. I'm burning out, burning out. For you, baby. I... Yeah. <laughs> You got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Exactly so how I responded to that one. It was like, uh, love it. So the the song was "Burning Up" by the Jonas Brothers. Classic, such a classic. It's what I wake up to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I did that obviously to change the words to "burning out" because today's topic is burnout. So me and Connor teased it last week a little bit to, for you guys to see if you guys. Just have that feeling, you know? And I know that it's something that we've been feeling. Richie's probably felt it with his surgery. I've been feeling it for a few weeks just with his moving stuff and my program going on. This is, we're halfway through the program. So this is definitely the dog days of, of learning software engineering and all these technologies. I definitely don't feel as motivated as I did when I started. I remember the first two, three weeks, I was super motivated. The entire class was super excited about this new journey. And now, you can you can feel it even through a computer screen. I can feel everyone kind of just doing the motions, and it, it's just tough. It's tough to pick up your feet. And obviously, the state of the world right now has a part. Whether whatever side you're on, seasonal depression with the weather getting worse. So a lot playing into this, and I think a lot of people right now are feeling this right now. But when I talk about all that, what do you guys think of? What's like the first thought you guys you guys think? Yeah, particularly what I think of is. You know, you spend a lot of time doing these different things and it's things that you think that you're pretty passionate about. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're just a little bit more unmotivated day by day because you've been spending so much time on it. And maybe you're not seeing results necessarily every single time. And somehow uh, you kind of just go into overdrive or cruise control and you're just going through the motions and not necessarily doing it with purpose. So I think that's what comes to mind when I think of burnout. I love that example. Uh, cruise control, because I think a lot of people won't necessarily understand when they go into cruise control. Like when I think of being burnt out, I think of just workload. Okay, getting just so much work piled on top of you and you just don't know how to manage it. And at that point, like it's just so unmotivating. Like Richie said, you just want to get to that point where it's like, oh, and you just kind of do the bare minimum. You you pass go, but you'd it's just a lot of things that happen and that's where it just really gets kind of stressful in my eyes when I see the workload aspect of it, because I'm just getting, I'm burnt out. 
And then when more work comes on to you, you just don't want to do it, you know? Totally. I, I feel that so often. And I think it's such a natural thing. When I think about this, I, I used to have this mantra, which I still believe in, I would say, which the only two things in life that you can really bring you like a lot of fulfillment is your community and, and novelty. I feel like I felt like in the past, those are the two things that everything boiled down to, right? Your yeah. friends and your family bring you a lot of joy, but just the novelty of doing something like when you start something new, but that also implies when you keep going with it, there's inevitable burnout, Yeah. It, which is unfortunate. And that's, I feel like that's what I'm feeling right now. I don't, it, it, it's, it's tough to deal with, but the, a good answer for that is to keep doing new things. I think there's, that's why there's people out there that just go, go, go and do new things. Mm-hmm. But how can we get to the point where you don't feel burnt out? Is there a way to avoid it? Like, especially with your, you being in class right now, this is a multiple week type of thing. And if you feel burnt out in the middle of it, I, we're recognizing it, but how can we avoid feeling that feeling? Yeah, I think I'd like to jump in also to add to that question. Obviously, I can't answer that particular thing for you, Derek, but one of the things we were talking about a couple episodes ago when I was on was, you know, you can't spend 20 hours in a day on a single thing because that can also contribute to like burnout. And so I, was, I guess I'm wondering is like, is your daily schedule, do you have a consistent daily schedule when you are working or we're sorry, when you're doing these classes and is that daily schedule uh, helping or hurting you as, as you dive into that question that uh, Connor asked? Man. A lot, a lot of great questions all in one. I think to answer Richie's first, when I started off, my routine was down pat. I was like super excited. I woke up in the mornings, cooked, did some yoga, listened to the autobiography of Malcolm X, which I'm still listening to, which is interesting. And things are just going well. I was just like doing one task after the other. My routine is still pretty down pat. I still do that same morning routine, but I wake up much later. I don't wake up and like get out of bed right away and I definitely don't feel that like excitement I used to. I think the routine helps me stay on top of everything, but the routine also contributes a lot to that burnout feeling because every day is so similar. Uh, I am grateful for the work and the technology I'm learning because I think the nature of it, if you if you like being mentally engaged like that, it, it changes every day and you're learning something new every day. So that changes and that helps. But just the nature of me sitting down every day is tough. I think that contributes a lot to it. And plus my weekends, I unless I go to SF or went home, I didn't really do much, which also contributed. But to Connor's point, how to avoid it, I, I don't know how to avoid it. I need you guys. I got you. I got you right here. I mean, you're moving into a new city, which is really exciting. So there's really an opportunity opportunity for you to have this varied morning every single day. Right, because if you get feel like that burnt out feeling comes from a routine, why not take the other side of the pendulum and do something different every single morning? Obviously, maybe waking up right after you wake up <laughs> and getting out of bed will help stimulate that. But I throw that in your park. You're going into a new city. You got tons of things to explore. It could be a good way for you to feel motivated about doing something and getting right back into it. Not that you're out of it. True. I was talking to someone else about this, where this move, I'm really trying to take it to like kind of reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you guys know, I'm like selling all of my furniture, like pretty much nothing I'm taking with me. Taking my just memory, a little bit of his, just a little bit of his soul too, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, pretty much. So I'm really trying to like take this as a new opportunity to, to for for lack of better words, and not try not to sound too cheesy, become a better new person. Um, see how it goes. So I'll, I'll take that advice into consideration, dude. I mean, I definitely do like my routine in the mornings, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll try to I'll try to tr- switch it up. You just got to Maria, in my opinion, you got to Maria Kondo and just do the thing, continue doing the things that make you happy. And if it's not making you happy in the morning, then switch it up a little bit. Personally, I think mornings are the the way to get motivated, in my opinion. If you can build that routine, do the things that you know you want to do or do the things that you don't want to do in the morning and kind of kickstart your day that way. I think I Connor, your goal is like do do lists in the morning, and that's might feel like a tedious task. So it's kind of nice to just kick it off, kick off your day, and just get it out of the way. But then, like subsequently, I think like Derek, like you're going to be living right next to Golden Gate Park. There's a new place that you can quite literally explore every single morning because that park is so big. That might be something you, you know, like Connor mentioned, just kind of stay on edge and try new things and go see new things every single day. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll go for a walk. I'm not going to commit myself to a run just yet. There it is. <laughs> not committing. A little bike I... action, maybe? Ooh. Hey, I take. Uh, I could do that. I take a cold shower every morning, which is more like no one really does that. And I, I'm proud of myself because it wakes me up. Mm. It gets me going. That's tough. It's just it's got a lot of benefits for it. It does. It's just the before the cold shower, that's where I'm like recently, yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't want to get out of bed. Do I really want to do this? I'm so warm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. The one thing that's helped me to when I have to get out of bed is putting two feet on the ground. Like the second you put the two feet on the ground, we have the, you have to do your first squat. Mm-hmm. We all know how that first squat goes. It's the hardest one. Hey, look at this guy. First episode back, and he's making all these connections. Jeez, amazing. I guess I had a little bit of time to listen to some of the episodes, but <laughs> back to back to back to back. <laughs> Every single day. True. <laughs> How do you get into like managing it then? So I think we kind of little talked a little bit about that with Derek, but like, how would you manage? Like, for instance, me, if I were to get like just a ton of work, it's probably just managing the work. But how do we manage past that burnout stage? Like, what if you get into that 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 setting already and you don't know how to fix it? Like, I've been there before. Yeah. Like when I was in in college during soccer. Like mid-season, I'd hit a burnout stage and just like feel really like unmotivated, like Richie talked about in the beginning. I guess I'm just trying to figure out. I don't want to get to that point and start to think about it again. I'd rather just be proactive about the burnout because I always seem to come into a burnout, and I'd rather just be able to work through it. Yeah, when you said that, I, I thought of two things immediately. And one thing you said, which I think is important to focus on, is being proactive about it. Mm. I think you need to be constantly not constantly but like very deliberate about it and just realize realize when it happens but also realize that you you're in this position and you can do something about it so the first thing that i thought of was something is better than nothing burnout is unavoidable to be honest in my opinion and just doing something will make you feel better like if you have a big list of like 10 things to do that day and you feel like you can't even get half of it done don't even think about that whole list just try and get one or two things done and then all of a sudden you'll feel a lot better and maybe you can finish that list but the fact that you got those one or two things done that means you have one or two things less to do the next day it's a great outlook of doing it i mean i was on the opposite side of it where you could not avoid or you could avoid a burnout 
And by you just explaining, like doing one task at a time and doing one thing, one little thing at a time, just getting little tasks done, little wins, um, that always seems to get you out of a burnout. Gets actually gets you more motivated. So I'm on, I'm on board right there, dude. You kind of just amped me up a little bit because when whenever yeah. you start talking about burnouts, you like you you start to get a little depressed because you're thinking about all the times you've been <laughs> burnt out, and you're like, damn, that was actually a decent amount of times I've been burnt out. But getting the small wins, getting the small tasks done, I. I'm all for it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think the thing that comes to mind for me is everybody's going to get burnt out on something. The co- I think the hard assumption is, are you getting burnt out on something that you're passionate about? If you're bur- doing something that you're passionate about, hopefully there's a little bit of realization of like, yeah, I can continue to knock out these goals, knock out these little things. But when it's not something you're passionate about and it's just something tedious, I think that is where burnout can happen and coming out of that burnout is going to be particularly hard because not only are you not motivated about this thing, you don't want to do it. You're not passionate about it. And now you have to somehow do this thing. And I think that type of burnout is probably the hardest thing to overcome. Yeah. No, can I, so can I ask you a really hard question and follow up to that? guess so. I'm getting a little nervous, but all right. Well, I feel like it's a really hard question. I don't know how I'd answer it, but how do you, how would you differentiate between when you're in, when you're in burnout between like knowing that these are the dog days for something that you're passionate about versus like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, this is not something I want to do. I'm not that passionate about it. Yeah. I think when you look at the different things that you're doing in your life, you know what things you're passionate about and what things you're just doing that you're, you know, you just have to get through. That might be for some people their career, that might be you know, fitness, whatever it is, or the job that they currently have or whatever it is. Um, and I think we mentioned that previously, like sometimes you just need to do certain things now that are going to lead you to be able to do the, pas- the thing you're passionate about, for, passionate for later. Um, and like the, the person that we talked about was like um, Damon John, right? So like sometimes you have to do something now to be able to do the passion later. And those are the, I think, to try to answer your question, the dog days of getting through uh, working at Red Lobster for Damon might've been like, it might've been a struggle every single day to get through that. And you have to kind of keep your eyes on the prize to realize like, hey, I have to do this today to get to tomorrow. And yeah, I think that in my mind, I could just kind of remembering the goal there and just kind of like relying on discipline rather than anything else. And I think discipline is a big thing getting back to like what you and Connor were talking about was like the little small goals. Uh, if you rely on discipline, you know, rather than anything else, I think when you're really disciplined on something, you have the routine, you can always rely on that. And that can help you get through these uh, tough times. So doing something like you have that vision insight, you have your purpose, right? The dopamine rush, you get excited when you think about that. But doing the little tedious tasks that you know will get there, but they bother you so much, those are the times you got to push through, right? Yeah, for sure. I think that's, that is the, I, I think that's correct. I think the hard part is, is do you really think, sometimes I think you have to take that like retro and just be like, look, is what I'm even doing right now even make sense? Like, is it actually going to help me get to where I want to be? Because um, if it's not, then like, what the heck are you doing it for? True. I completely agree with that. I I mean, what I took out of that and what, what I, is helping me with what you just said is that having some sort of goal in sight and when you have some sort of goal in sight, I think it makes it worth it, right? When you have some sort of 
thing at the end, you know what's going to happen. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, I need to get this job and I'm going to try and get this job. It's kind of like you, the way I see it is like you have a vision of yourself in the future and you know what that vision looks like and you know what it takes to get there. And I think if you have that type of thinking where it's like, I have that vision of myself X amount of years, months in the future, it's a lot easier to get there because you're going to make it happen one way or the other when you see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that kind of growth mindset, knowing that purpose is there. You just got to just got to grind out the tough days because you know it's going to benefit you because you know it's going to get you to the next level, the next step into that direction that you want for success. I'm for it. This has helped me. <laughs> we didn't even plan yeah. this happening. I'm like all inspired right now. <laughs> this is I mean this is the point of the baguette boys man we're helping each other because this is helping me too like just here like having Richie answer that hard question that's it's a tough question man I don't know I'm not don't even know. sure I answered I was thinking about it like on the side right I'm like did I even answer it really like I just feel like I rambled I that know. kind of proves that you know burnout burning being burnt out is a sign of could be a sign of a larger problem where it's not part of your plan it's not part of your purpose you're just kind of moving forward and and going through it yeah, I think that retrospective on, I think you need to take retrospective on the burnout itself and understand, like, why am I burnt out? Not necessarily why am I burnt out, but, like, is what I'm burnt out for? What, what the thing I'm burnt out about is that actually uh, leading me towards my goal or whatever I want to be uh, doing or where it's where is it actually going, right? And uh, if it's not, then there might be a larger problem there. True. So I'd like to bring it back to like the question of like managing burnout or trying to avoid it. I think we all of us kind of agree based off what we're saying that there really isn't a, a good way to avoid burnout. I feel like it's going to happen one way or the other, but I think one way to manage it, which I think is very straightforward is like take a day off, right? We we've gotten pretty deep, but I think for a lot of jobs, you have the ability to take a day off. And even if you don't have a job where you get like paid time off or anything like that, you have other coworkers to take over a shift. And I think that's a very good way to take a day to reset, recharge, do ret- retrospective like Richie's talking about. Like not obviously don't spend the entire day like pondering the meaning of life and, <laughs> like and why why you're burning out. Like relax a little bit, but take some time to reflect. Absolutely. I'm all for that too. I mean, that was one thing that I had a hard time with was asking for help or asking or understanding when I was feeling burnt out and just saying, hey, I need some time to just you know, for myself, let me put my feet up. Let me open a beer for a sec and just let me just not think about anything. So like using your employees, using your coworkers to kind of adjust because as long as you guys have a healthy team, you'll have a healthy work, work life. But as soon as one of those kind of factors falls into play and somebody's feeling burnt out, maybe even recognize that too and be like, hey, you all right? You're doing good? Goes Goes back to having that communication with other people. Dude, yeah, I was like, you, you're making me think to, like the teamwork episode. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we can connect it there, where like you, teamwork makes the dream work. Help each other out and like help each other get that recharge that you need. Because team if player you do it for them, right? Oh, man, yeah. that's making me feel good. <laughs> I think another way to potentially manage burnout might be, it's like Derek. I want to use your website as an example. Do it. Um, basically, when you do well on your website. It's oftentimes you have an idea of what you're going for, right? Yeah. And you have a date. And so that date helps you drive. Let me get this feature done by this due date. And it kind of gives you an end in sight. So like, all right, I only need to keep struggling, keep leaning into this until this date. And then from there, 
I can now take like that day off or that vacation or whatever it is to I, so I can regroup and then you know, kickstart another project. And so in my mind to potentially help avoid burnout and then when you do have it, kind of manage it is to have those two dates and have the goal in sight. That's good advice. I, I think if I could implement that, I, I would. But I know for me, it's 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 more that I'm getting into an industry that I don't know much about yet. I'm like this program's taught me, but I so I don't know like I don't know what I don't know, right? So I don't know when I the complexity of a task. You have yeah. to think about that. Huh? Wow, <laughs> profound. <laughs> I think that applies to more people than they think, though. Like you, sometimes you're like, I don't know what's going on, but it's not even that you don't know what's going on. It's that you don't know you don't what know. to know. Yeah, it's so true. You know. So true. Right? I think I'm getting better at it though, because of the due dates I did set. <laughs> I was supposed to have this website done by like end of 2021, which way overshot that date. Maybe I was just like scared to give myself I need to give myself that much time. Probably. But is it really ever done? You're gonna continue iterating I, on it forever. So. That's true. Actually, I, I want to tell you guys this. I heard a term today. One of my people in my class told me this term. It was called Magnus Opum. Op something like that. Let me look it up. But pretty much it's like your life's work, like some product or something that you put a lot into. And when she said it, it I was like, this is totally what I want to make my website, like what I want to like iterate on my entire life and just kind of add and tweak to it and like see where it goes. And it just made me feel good that they're like, there's some cool ass term out there. I think it was a go live date in 2021. It was at Magnus Magnum Opus, a large and important work of art, music or literature. <laughs> Mine does not fit in any of those, but it's okay. Especially one regarded as the most important work of an artist or a writer or a Derek. <laughs> cool. Let's uh, let's bring it back. I, I got us off track, so let's bring it back to burnout before we start wrapping up for a little bit. What do you guys do when you feel burnt out? I know we've, we've talked about a lot of advice, but like, what have you guys done in the past? Um, not necessarily to help, but what have you guys just done, whether it's good or bad? Because if you guys say the bad, I think that would help people. Yeah. Too, here. In the in the past, I have shut down. You know, I've turned off completely. Well, when things like just get piled onto you, I think in the past it was more of like the maturity of knowing the situation and knowing what's at stake and that not the fact of not knowing that I would just kind of shut down and not do what I needed to do. And somebody else would pick up the slack. And that was definitely in the younger years. But as I've gotten older, you start to understand that you do have to bunker down and just kind of do the things you need to do to get them done. Um, but it's been, it's been, I've definitely grown from knowing these situations, but that's good that you recognize it. Mm -hmm. What about you, Richie? Yeah, I think for me, it's really trying to make sure that the thing I'm burnt out on is not going to affect the other things that are going on in my life. Because I think oftentimes when you're burnt out with one thing, it can carry over into many others and trying to separate those is super super difficult and i think connor mentioned it like when he was talking about soccer like how that would help that kind of affected him but yeah i think that is super super key and i think there has to sometimes you just need to like even if it's just a moment in the day you need to like decompress and just find a way to separate this burnout with the next thing and try not to carry it over um and then if i am burned out on a specific thing trying to to kill that or like squash it, um, you know, depending on what it is, it might just be like, if it's something that's going on at work, it might just be like having the conversation with my boss about, you know, this is not something I'm necessarily passionate about 
not necessarily something I enjoy doing. Is there another, you know, thing if you don't ask, you're not going to, you have no way of getting out of something or not, not, not doing something if you don't ask. So, you know, if you don't think this is something that uh, you're particularly passionate about, you know, maybe somebody else on your team can, can take it over that is either A, better at it or B, a little bit more passionate about it. True. I actually don't know why I thought of this while you're talking about work, but I want to ask, how did you feel when you were like recovering? Because obviously, I'm sure there was like some similar feelings of burnout, and I know you were doing some work. You were like doing some bad boy stuff, and you were you're still doing stuff. So, how did you like kind of manage that when you were when you were recovering and just trying to get some stuff done? I think the one thing that I got burnt out on while I was recovering was the food factor. So you can't really eat, and you can't really drink anything, but you have to drink stuff and you have to eat, and you know, you have jello and pudding and all these different, <laughs> these different foods. And you, you kind of just feel like an old person that can't chew anything. So you have to just eat it. You have to, those are the literal things that you have to, you know, eat. And then you have ice cream and all these different things. And I was getting really frustrated with the fact that, you know, you can't eat any actual food. You can't have uh, steak or chicken or whatever you would like normally like want to eat or pizza or whatever it might be. You know, you, you literally have to, stick to this and i think for me it was really just keeping an eye on keeping in keeping my head on about all right i just have to hold it together for till this date and if i hold it together until this date i'm good to go so you know even now i'm still watching a lot of like what i eat technically i'm supposed to be good to go but like i haven't eaten anything that i know might scratch even scratch my throat um and I don't feel necessarily burnt out anymore about it, but I think as it, as it was going on, I was just getting really, really frustrated with the fact that like you can't have hot food, you can't have anything you have to chew, you can't do all these different things. And I think it's super frustrating. Um, but just kind of keep my keep my eye on the prize and knowing when the due date it was gonna approach, just kind of kept me a little bit more kept me more sane. Better days were to come. That was kind of the attitude you had for yourself. Yeah. All right. So. To wrap up, we do our challenge like we always do. We may or may not have done it last week, but I'm not calling any attention to it or anything. So this week's challenge in the theme of burnout, I actually, we didn't really talk about like the grittiness aspect of burnout. I'm glad we didn't because you when you when you hit burnout, you, you shouldn't always hit the gas harder. But for this challenge, that's actually what I want you guys to do. I want everyone, especially with Thanksgiving around the corner with the holidays, I know it's tough right now, but I think it's a lot more rewarding when you think of what you're doing right now as a race. When you're racing and you're running as fast as you can. I know me and Connor experienced this in cross country back in the day. Mm-hmm. And you want to stop and you want to slow down, but you're right at the end, right? Thanksgiving is right there. The holidays are right there. So whatever you're working on, whatever we're working on, hit the gas. Go as hard as you can. Wake up in the morning and make those lists write in your journal, work on your concentration game, and get it done. If you if you get it done, you're going to feel so much better, and your re- relaxation come the holidays are going to feel way better. You're going to feel accomplished. You're going to feel, let me eat all this turkey. Let me eat all of it, because I deserve it. Well, so, badass. Hit the gas. Yeah. Let's get it, dude. Let's go. Love it. So with that... I want everyone to kill out with this challenge and we will see you next week. Eat a baguette weekly on 
Mondays. Don't forget it. Don't forget to eat that weed either. <laughs>